I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Students in a southern Illinois school district are starting the new academic year on remote learning because of weather damage to their school building. Environmental analysts and consultants are assessing the situation at Maple Grove Elementary School in Massac County. The Joppa Maple Grove School District reports there's roof damage to the building due to storms and heavy rains. It reports a chiller problem is affecting the humidity and condensation in the building. Air quality tests are being completed in each room of the building. The assessment has not been fully completed at this time. District leaders say remediation of the issues will be addressed immediately. Maple Grove students will be on remote learning the rest of the week. With school coming back into session, there are some helpful tips to make sure your children have a balanced lunch. Being hungry has an enormous impact on a student's ability to learn, so you want to make sure your child has enough to eat during the day. Shelby Miller, a pediatric dietitian with the University of Illinois College of Medicine, encourages families to look at the menu sent out by schools and decide if what's being offered is something their child will eat or not. She says it's okay to send your child with some healthy extras to go along with the cafeteria lunch. If it's chicken patty sandwich with green beans and a fruit and a milk and the kids like the sandwich and they like the fruit but maybe they don't like green beans, send them with some carrots. You know, you can kind of fill that hole with something else or you know, if they don't ever like the sides that go with the main dish and you want them to kind of have that main thing, whether it be the chicken sandwich or the cheeseburger or the pizza, again, it's okay to always send something extra. Miller says another key to making sure your child eats healthy is to make sure adults are setting a good example. An area of southeastern Illinois experienced a noon hour earthquake. A U.S. Geological Survey preliminary report indicates the 2.8 magnitude quake occurred about 12.25 p.m., about four miles southeast of Lawrenceville in Lawrence County. That area is part of the Illinois Basin Ozark Dome region. It covers parts of Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Missouri, and Arkansas. Drought conditions are easing in Illinois. The drought has affected the entire state, peaking in late June and early July. But conditions have improved over the past 30 days in most areas, especially central and far southern Illinois. But state climatologist Trent Ford says that doesn't mean Illinois has fully recovered. Maybe agriculturally, maybe, you know, it's always tough to call that, but, but I, I know there's a lot more optimism than there was before. But from a hydrology standpoint, no, we are not out of the woods yet. Um, we need a lot more rain across the larger Midwest region. Ford says after a drought, the last thing to snap back is usually groundwater levels. The seven-day outlook is calling for drier and hotter weather in Illinois. The head of Illinois' Republican Party says there's a key strategy they should embrace if they hope to win in the state. Alex Degman reports. You might not have heard this at a Republican rally three years ago. Yet plenty of people attending the Illinois State Fair's Republican Day agreed with party chairman Don Tracy that they need to use all the tools available if they hope to win. We will be working hard to bank as many pre-election day votes as possible next year. Because the political party that votes for weeks and months will mathematically beat the party that only votes for one day. Tracy says they're working with the Republican National Committee's Bank Your Vote operation, which was introduced earlier this summer. He also said the party should aim for at least 25% of the vote in Chicago and focus more on winning back the suburbs. I'm Alex Dagman. The SIU women's soccer team opened up its season this afternoon at home with a 2-1 victory over Jackson State after a scoreless first half. The Salukis got on the board first in the 50th minute. Jackson State tied it up in the 67th minute, and then SIU won it on a penalty kick with about 10 minutes remaining.
SIU's next game is Sunday at IUPUI. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.